go on a podcast run. He's gonna go to Oprah, whatever the new Oprah is. He's gonna go to rehab. He's gonna go. He's gonna admit he made a mistake. It's probably. It might even be the same PR firm that Ezra Miller might use. I don't know. Ready the Armada. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to the podcast where we deep dive into the movie news of the week featuring reviews and analysis for the more socially conscious moviegoer. Join us as we share our honest, in-depth, and hilarious perspective on today's biggest movies, comics, and pop culture. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? It is a great spring day to be with you all. Uh, Allergy season, everybody. Kicking everybody's ass all at the same time. Let's go ahead and start with you, Doug. Tell us how you doing. I don't don't know what day it is. Uh, That's why my little uh, tagline is, what day is it? Uh, I don't know if I'm coming or going. Uh, Yeah, just a lot. Just a lot happening. So allergies are kicking my ass. It was... 90 degrees on Thursday, and then it was simultaneously oh, 35 uh, degrees on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And so, like, for some reason, Mother Nature has put me in a boggle and just said, figure it out. Like, yeah. it is just, like, shaking yeah. me, which is great. A whole uh, boggle. I love yeah, it. It was great. What uh, an OG game. I feel like uh, boggle didn't get enough appreciation. Boggle was the original Wordle. Yes, like, for find sure. find this word. That's for basically sure. what it was. For sure. I'm so. surprised they never did a portable bobble. I'm pretty sure they did a port, like yeah, a card trip like a, boggle. Uh, I'm almost positive. They would, they would have That'd to be one. one. They'd be silly not to do one. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Um, so other than that, uh, doing well. Uh, we are so getting gearing up to celebrate Harrison's sixth birthday on Already? Friday. Yeah, man. He's six. Number six. Oh, my Which is I gotta get my when, when is it? Friday. He turns six on Friday. Gift. Yeah, so he's it's kind of crazy. I'm I'm a little shocked that we have a six year old. So uh, he did it. That yeah, we made it, everybody. He, Am I true, <laughs> or do all y'all birthdays just kind of fall? Yes, in that's, a line between Brian and I. There are five yeah. birthdays between yeah. March first yeah. and like April twenty first. It's a lot. Expensive. Six, if you include my dad. Happy birthday to my dad. It is his birthday oh, today. Yeah, today. Shout, shout out to old Joe Wagner. Uh, wow. Yeah. So happy he's birthday. Seventy-five years young. So that's wow. uh, that's amazing. Where we're at. Um. So yeah, that's that's at how point, I'm. At ahead. what point do y'all combine birthdays? Like just one fatal oh, swoop. We kind of I mean, have to. It, so like yeah yeah we kind of have to because Britney's sisters kiddo will turn six on may 15th i'm gonna mm-hmm. get that wrong i'm gonna get in trouble um but he turns he turns Yikes. six in early may and Yikes. we made the decision that we were gonna do instead because we like to get that they like to celebrate our families with all the cousins and everybody mm-hmm. present and so right. we kind of decide like we're gonna split the difference and meet up somewhere that's like equidistant for both right. of us and right. celebrate both Harrison's and Brexton's at the same time. So like it's, we had to do that just because otherwise between April and May, we would drive a, a ton of different places Ooh, and nobody. Needs to right. Do that. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so when I like 
became part of Maggie's family. Like mm-hmm. they already had a birthday almost every month. So Oof. like they're like, when's your birthday? And I was like, March. Like, that's cute. Like, because Maggie's <laughs> birthday is March 3rd and I'm yeah. March 8th. So they're like, OK, oh. we'll just combine yours with Maggie's. And I was like, oh, OK, which <laughs> I'll be honest, as an only child, this was a foreign concept to me. So yep. I was like, sharing my birthday. Yep. This day's about me. Do you not do you not understand <laughs> birthdays? But uh, <laughs> then I realized that, uh, that that like because I was marrying into this family, like I have a whole other birthday. Yeah, dude. Then. So That's I was true. like with my friends, with Maggie's family, like yep. with my parents, if they, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it worked out, like whatever, yep. like, so I just, that's how I, that's how I started to view it. So yeah, you have to combine that. Eventually, you know? yeah, I would imagine. You're just, you're just doing the same thing every weekend. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. only thing bad about my birthday, which is December the 10th, is it it December birthday. Sure. And very, it's very close to Christmas. Yeah. It's Roman. <laughs> Shout out to Roman being also an only child. Yeah. We will unite together separately. And it's, it's funny because I was an only child until 11. So yeah. the concept introduced at a late age of, hey, this is no longer about you. Is yeah. Very, right. It's very there are other concept. people to share the stage with now yeah. that you have yeah. to worry about. Hey, and all yeah. those things you just walked through the door are not for me anymore. Oh, fun, 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 fun. stuff. Um, I'm going to kick it on. Actually, this is a good t- segue to kick it on over to Marcus J. Destin, AKA yes. your mama. Your mama. Uh, Marcus, how you feeling? Oh, yeah. Your mama. I feel like people should bring back your mama. I think I'm going to be the first to bring it back. Okay. When somebody okay. says something stupid, I just, you know, I want my, I want my subtle reply to be your mama. So That's they, you perfect. know what I mean? Like an initial yeah. guttural response. I want that to be my auto default. But, okay. Um, it's a lot of stupidity going around, and I feel like people need to start being called out There's on their bullshit. There's a lot. Yeah, like they. I think at some point, what we were trying to be so compassionate and be give people grace, we also tolerated a lot of bullshit that just shouldn't have been tolerated, <laughs> and tough. overextended on the grace I, for a lot of dumbasses. it's not about a mom thing man i just i I don't want to talk about my kinks anymore can we talk about us it just uh, that's fine we can do that i just think it's funny and a unique observation (laughs) that he's kind of right uh roman does bring up a point it's about mom i think i have a problem i think i do have a problem well it's not a problem it's not it's not it's not i like what i like and I'm not here to tell you not to like it no, or to make could, fun of you. You, no, can, you, like. you couldn't tell me anyway. If I want a mom, I want a mom. We're all into weird shit, man. Yeah. Just some yeah. of us are more open to talking about it than others. Getting into that's grandma right. territory is where I kind of. That is a line. line. That's that is a line, line where me. people. That is that's a line, line where people draw. Now, yeah. is that an age or is it a status? Like you could be, ooh, ooh. depending on your situation, 38 or 39, 40, 41 and have a kid who has a kid depending on the situation. Definitely the age and not the status. Yeah, grandmothers are getting extremely younger. These new grandmothers are still on TikTok and don't know how to make um, cornbread or yams that's, or peach cobbler. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, sad. Sad uh, world we live in. We lose the recipes. And, that's, and remember, that's where you would go to. Really, they had this tone. Really what it's about. They had this Y'all ever tone. seen that me? No. <laughs> no. Y'all ever seen that? They were on like NFL podcast and I, I forgot who it was. He used to play for the for the Cowboys, and he okay. Like, they, he was in this really big rant, 
and he was like we we the the, the 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 it was really bad it was probably a bad statement coming from a man but he was like the young ladies um and the young men they don't take care of themselves like they used to and the young ladies blah 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 blah, blah. uh oh, they don't even know course. how to cook anymore they we lose the recipes and that was like it was the dumbest thing. it was that's, so stupid yeah. it was, that's like, funny but dumb it's yeah. so stupid <laughs> As but, like as someone as a millennial that is online a lot, I've seen like every flipping headline about millennials and like they don't buy diamonds, they don't go out to dinner. So I'm not surprised they're like yeah. they're losing recipes. recipes. Like of course we are. They, they don't. Buy, I saw an article about buying milk. They was like, yeah, these new generation <laughs> they not buying milk. And then that's when I learned about the cheese caves. And that was a whole deep dive. The cheese caves yeah. fascinate me to this day. It's crazy. Yes, that that's that's going to have to be a podcast for another time because yeah. I don't yeah. think I know what the cheese caves oh, God. are. Just go to TikTok and just have yourself an experience. Uh, I'm just going to say there's a strategic reserve of cheese in the United States, Doug. <laughs> oh, and, and okay. Like all good things in the United States, Ronald Reagan is involved. So just <laughs> enjoy yourself. This on that great. Wikipedia rabbit hole. How do you overpay on milk and then was like, damn, we don't have a place to put this. We were gosh. waging a war on drugs and he was just like, hey, while that's going on, take all the extra cheese yeah. and just yeah. put yeah. it over here. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's not a cocaine <laughs> reference either. That's just actual No, I cheese. believe it. It's actually yeah, yeah, like yeah. legit cheese. Not yeah. Not, not, anyway. nose, not nose cheese Brian how are you sir Brian uh, Roush everybody man I'm so happy to be here because I I have I've one I've watched a lot of TV movies <laughs> over the past weekend so I'm like really happy to just blurt it out somewhere with people that like get it um uh, i also finished beef on Netflix and I know Marcus did too Hell yeah. uh, so pumped to talk about that um and uh yeah so like just just i'm just stoked to be here to talk about movies and oh also tv uh i'm like super into succession i know we don't cover it on this beat we don't but like we don't. i i stayed up late to, to watch succession because i got i got lost in a book and then i was like oh it, it's like 11 30 if i don't watch succession it's gonna be spoiled for me the minute i go on the internet <laughs> That's so hilarious. yeah, step one: read, a, read book. a book. Get lost in a book. Brian getting great. lost in a book and then having to rush the book to watch a show is like a very Brian. <laughs> it he's is. Living, he's living the motto every single day. It really is, and that's yeah. important to yeah. walk the walk and talk the and talk. And talk the talk. Look, look. This book series, my wife got me into *A Court of Thorn and Roses*. Like it, it like man, I just can't get enough of it. Um, so I, I can't recommend it enough. It's very popular in like the fantasy romance circles. So like to those people that know about it, they're like, "Oh, this is old news," but it's it's 2016 for me over here. So uh, I'm, right. I'm enjoying myself. That's all right. All right. Hey. That's like fine. <laughs> I that's not a book I've read, and I based on the yeah. ro fantasy romance books, <laughs> that's that's a little too many genres for me. Into one. Here's book. the thing: like Sarah J. Mass is the author, and I and she like she weaves it really well. And a lot of that's people good. I've talked to, they're like, "Oh, that's fairy porn. You're just you're reading fairy porn." I'm and I'm like, "I yeah, legit. That is okay. that is the term some people have used. It is." I mean, it is very, there's a huge romance piece mm -hmm. to it that does not shy away from like, it's not a PG-13 movie, okay? It's not like, oh, two people are kissing and there's a bed in the background. And then you have like the orca, I don't know, like the flute or the Come saxophone on, and then a face of black. And they <laughs> Brian, you up. are painting quite the picture. 
And like, they're like, wow, last night was amazing. And they're drinking coffee and they move on to the next plot point. This is not that in this book series. It's like, okay, here's everything that happens. And you're like, oh, those people are romancing each other. Well, hey, thank you for describing that. And then it's hair, like, pulling wings. <laughs> Choking each other I, I, with a I, don't, I don't know if I describe it like that. But Yanking I, the dragon's fire. tail fire. has a whole, whole other meaning. Yeah, pretty much. And then I mean, like, and then there's like this whole other magical component. She gets chased by a giant worm. She has to read the right thing to pull a lever. Uh, things get intense. Uh, so. Well, but you know uh, what? But yeah. Anyway, that's that's a lot of people criticize. I should say a lot. A few people have critiqued me for reading them. I'm like, whatever. I'm enjoying put your, myself. Put your put your wand in my magic hole. Oh, hey, that is that is. So there's I no wand. I didn't think it was going to oh, be okay. me today, <laughs> okay. but it's me. Uh, it's me today. Uh, yeah, that's we went there. We went there, everybody. Yeah, if I had tea, really well I would written. be doing this bit take yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that was me. You know us. We are 12 minutes in, and we're already there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a whole ass podcast to get to really quickly. We are going to be doing a news episode, but the news episode might feel a smidgen different. We are going to try to give you a little bit about why we selected that piece of news and not just breaking it down because you can go and read anywhere mm -hmm. the news that you might be looking to get. Yeah. So we wanted to break it down for you a little bit more. So uh, that's what we're going to go with today. We're also going to be talking, like Brian mentioned, beef. We're also going to be talking uh, a little bit of the Mandalorian. Um, and so that's kind of what we're going to be chatting about today. So we'll Don't give you timestamps. To follow us on socials. Right, you right. do that. Oh, we yeah. need to be there. Follow us until they ban us. We never know when that's going to happen because the government can do what they want. It's true. Or we could, I mean, if this chat about wands and holes <laughs> goes up on Tic Tac, we could get banned. So <laughs> Tic Tac. It goes up there on a Tic Tac. So no, it sounds like you could run for Senate. So I'm playing on it. Yeah, I plan on it. <laughs> is, that's the is, oldest shit I've ever heard you say. Would, would Tic Tac give me directions to my local gas station? Like, no, will the Tic Tac be in my home Wi-Fi? Does the talk does the talk tic adapt to the Wi-Fi in my home? Well, it does have to connect in order to work. So will the Tic Tac yeah. rise up and defeat yeah. us like in the Terminator? Does the Tic Tac require a cube in its chest? <laughs> All right. We clearly are mixing genres Okay, everybody, here. calm down. Everybody, Senator yeah. Prime, you have a good question. Senator uh, Prime. The cube. Um, Can you put the tic-tac in my chest? Same with the you. cube. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are going to play a little game we like to call uh, Catch That Quotable. Let's catch, catch it. Catch That Quotable. That's ah, the sticky sounds of Marcus uh, J. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? I just want to say I watched Speed Racer again. Okay, that's the that's the sentence. Now let's get into right. the quote. Okay, we okay. Wonderful. I hope you start interjecting just random ass facts before In, I, when I say, "Are oh, you ready?" and you go, "Well, did you know yeah. the pterodactyls were this big?" and you're like, "Fuck no!" Except oh, except it's not facts. It's just me random. It, it could be random and wrong, and it, that'll be fine too. I ate at McDonald's yesterday. Give me that quote, Doug. It's like, all right, all right, sure, all right, fine. Fuck yeah. it, we'll do that. All right, here we go. Uh, sometimes when I'm driving all by myself, I have this fantasy that I get into a car crash. Not a big one with fire and explosions, but just like a little one. But I do get injured, and I get to go to the hospital for two weeks, and I sleep all day, and I eat jello, and I watch so much TV, and it's all covered by my insurance. 
my kids bring me balloons and the nurses rub cream on my feet. And oh my God, it's so amazing. Is that like something you guys fantasize about too? I feel like I know what this is. I've oh I have a I've feeling. heard this. Okay. I've, I've, I've definitely can you read it again? Absolutely. Sometimes when I'm driving all by myself, I have this fantasy that I get into a car crash. Not a big one with fire and explosions, but just like a little one. But I do get injured and I get to go to the hospital for two weeks and I sleep all day and I eat jello and I watch so much TV and it's all covered by my insurance. My kids bring me balloons and the nurses rub cream on my feet. And oh my God, it's it's so amazing. Is that something you guys fantasize about too? This I, I don't think it's this, but Okay. Okay. Uh, you gotta I, start I'll, somewhere, Brian. I'll okay. There's a really like out of the way movie called Tully with oh, Charlize okay. Theron. Okay. Um and I'm I'm gonna go with that. Okay. I'm gonna go with Tully. Okay. I'm gonna leave it there. I know what this is. Okay. But I can't remember the name of the movie. Okay. Okay. And so Doug, what do you think it is? Uh, <laughs> Excellent this, deflection. This feels like this feels like it could be. It's clearly like a movie. So I feel like this could. This it's clearly a movie. This could be a movie about with kids. So it's like this is forty. You know what I mean? Like it's about Ooh, parents. Yeah. It's about it's about parents describing like the way they get away from their kids. And so I am getting like vibes yeah. of like this is 40 or it's knocked up or it's it's something in that sphere. Roman yeah, yeah. it is it is indeed a movie. It so is. confirmed. Movie. Confirmed yeah. here on the film black a, and white can podcast. We a, can we get a hint, Roman, too, while we keep discussing? I'm not gonna sit here and humming and hawing on y'all with this with this audio journey. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I don't really know. I I feel like Doug is right. It is a family thing, and it's one of those where you have somebody who probably was a quiet character and then they open yeah. up and they have this it, deep dive. It kind of has like a Mike Judge feel mm, to it. Uh -huh. like you mm -hmm. could almost could picture Jason Bateman saying this. Yeah. You could. Yeah, yeah. you could. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Oh, I That's know. our hint. Our hint is your mama. I don't know um, if that was an insult right. or not. I don't know. Man. The black part of my brain kicked in. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what'd you say what'd tune you in say next week when, tune in next week when marcus and roman fight uh, <laughs> now that makes me think about Waterboy. when you say uh, you might like something like that i'm i'm locking in this is 40 that's what i'm locking in all right um i'll say Waterboy just because the mama quote okay all right brian I'm I'm still gonna go with Tully. I, I I can't shake it. It's a weird niche movie, and okay. I don't know, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we none of us, none of us. Of course, incredible. We, we knew incredible. that. We knew this that. is the 2016 movie Bad Moms. Oh fuck! Oh, I, yeah, I knew it. By Kristen Bell. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. You know what's funny about Bad Moms? That came out around the time. It was like a lot of movies that were just like that. It was like yep. two movies that came uh -huh. out around the same time and they yep. had the, kind of the same premise. Yes. Yeah. I think this is said by Catherine Hahn. No, it's Kristen Almost Bell. Positive. Says oh, Kristen Bell says that? Yeah, because remember, she's the quiet, reserved, like, yeah. mousy kind of See? character. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's I I was gonna give her. great pool. I wanted to give yeah, her a chance. Yeah, this was solid. Of, 
to butterscotch soda a little bit, but we <laughs> audio journey in, in mind. No. And oh, here's man. the thing. All I can remember was it's white people in a circle talking. Yeah, that is I this movie. Like that's kind of that is setup. this movie. That is so movie. it's like it's like and I feel it's like Mick Kristen Kunis. Bell would say that too. Is that oh, yeah. the Kunis in it? Yes, she is in this. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's I think she's the center of it. And she then... is because the movie starts the movie starts with her husband is caught like not looking at porn, but having like virtual sex with someone is cheating on her, and she walks in on him in his office, and there's a big Amazing. fight about it over the course of the whole thing. And so she, you know, sort of cuts loose and connects with these other folks that are sort of like quote unquote, you know, maybe bad moms that are, you know, a little bit on the fringe of what breaking right. a stereotype of what they did. And they did a, a sequel. They did a they sequel did. that was yeah. like a holiday. There sequel, was a Christmas. Yeah, it was like a Christmas special. Like it was a yeah. whole thing. So well, good pull. Good pull. Yeah, yeah it's a pull, solid right? pull. Uh, gentlemen, which would you care to go over first? Y'all want to talk about the Mandalorian and do a little sealed envelope sort of predictioning, or would you two prefer to talk about the movie Beef? Let's go Mandalore. Let's All go right. Mandalore. We'll, we'll, right. we'll go to Mandalore. I've got my jetpack and my helmet, and I am approaching <laughs> Mandalore as we speak. Uh, gentlemen, the seventh episode of season three. Yeah, yeah. Seventh episode of season three uh, dropped last week, Wednesday, uh, mm-hmm. and we are approaching the finale of this series. When this episode uh, drops, so we're in the future. Yes, in the future. Yeah, I, I mean, this will come out on the day of, so, so you, here you can see se- how right we were. So see, he either watch it, stop now and watch it, or yeah. listen and then watch it and <laughs> comment and share it with your friends if we're right. But gentlemen, any sort of predictions? First off, thoughts on season uh, on episode seven. And secondly, uh, predictions for what's coming in episode eight. I didn't see seven coming. I, I, once again, I will say my favorite part about season three of Mandalorian, and I feel like it could be hit or miss with a lot of folk. Um, it is, yes. It's unpredictable. Like, I couldn't tell you. Everything I thought was the plot was not the plot. Right. And I think that that's why seven. I enjoy this, though. I, I like this yeah. idea yeah. of don't trope me to death. Don't three episode arc me to be continued, <laughs> say by the bell me. Like, yeah. let's, I, it didn't take long for all the Mandalorians to get together. They did it. They came together. They said they want to do some shit. And I like this idea of introducing a concept once you overcome that initial thought of like, oh, it's going to take all season to get the Mandalorians yep. together. Yeah. Then they introduce this additional concept of these spies. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, we're really going to dive into this. Yeah, really in the finale. You know what I mean? It makes yeah. you rethink about everything that you saw. It kind of made me want to rewatch from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Brian. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I like I ate it up. I, I've loved this season. I know that it's been hit or miss for a lot of people, but yeah, man, I've really loved this season as a whole. And I think it's partially because of the world building mm-hmm. that we have gotten. And it hasn't been as much like mission of the week which mm-hmm. I think has its place and I enjoyed in season one and two, but I love that season three was like, okay, so we're going to like remix that formula a little bit and we're going to build out some stuff that is clearly going to come into play later. Mm-hmm. So, oh, sure. Um, yep. Like all of the Coruscant stuff with Aliyah Kane, we knew she was, I, I shouldn't say we knew. I, I suspected she was a spy. We had our feelings about it. I mean, it. like, that was, that was, yeah, that was not a big surprise. One um, might say, Brian, that we had a bad feeling about this. Oh, I love that. Jesus. <laughs> um, Moff Gideon, like, Moff Gideon came back. I love that he is just, like, this eternal bad guy to, Mandal- like, to, to the Mandalorian, to Din. Yeah. Just, 
I love to hate him. And like, man, like, geez, this whole episode, it was just like, it was just one reveal after another. Yeah. And also, I just, I have to say, like, I've watched some anime and like when Din Djarin goes up to Bo-Katan, he's like, your song is not yet written. That is like some of the biggest red flag of death mm-hmm. type stuff I mm-hmm. have seen. I am very worried I told for you. that for, for that for, for, for Bo. I'm very worried for Oh, yeah. you worried for Bo? I'm worried about Din. I, I think Din makes it. Uh, if we're going to do official predictions uh, about this, like I think Din makes it out. Mm. Um, but I don't think, I, I think Bo, I think Bo kicks it. I think my, my bold prediction here, Bo Katan is going to die. Like sacrifices herself or just die? I think, like what is the. I, I think it's going to, I think the, the big piece of it is it's going to come down to Din having to make a choice. And mm-hmm. I think. This this dovetails into like the title of the episode is called Spies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and and I I've yeah. put it out there. I mean, Doug, do you do you have any vibes of who the this other spy is? We know Elijah Kane is one, but I mean, I've seen theories about who the other spy is. I I don't believe so. There are a couple of like running theories that are yeah. popular as of now. One is that the armorer is a spy. I kind of yes. rule that one out because what? I kind of rule that one out just based on the dialogue and who knew what, when, and wow. you know how things are. The leader of the so when they go, I'm bad with names, y'all. So when Axe. they go, yes, Brian, yes, Axe that Wolf. Axe Wolf, I believe, is a spy. Like uh, he, they uh, have had, they are maybe flying around in an imperial <laughs> ship. They're flying around in an imperial ship. It would be very easy for uh, uh, Moff Gideon to know the appropriate channels to be able to hail that particular vessel and essentially flip it. Like, hey, I could give you your own. You want to be in charge of Mandalore? Let me give that to you. You'll work for me, but you can have it and it's all yours. And I think there's a little bit of sense to that. So I there's something about Axe that I don't fully trust. Um, So, yeah. I think he's too easy to be the target. And that's, he had his own fleet before, right? Yeah. And there's nothing really to make him a spy that late in the game with how close the episode seemed for me, for me personally. Like, he lost his fleet and then, you know, he was on board and he was on another planet. Like, he could have, like, they could have went that route already. I feel like he's the easy target. My vote is definitely the armorer. She been the armorer and the two guys that joined in this episode. I definitely feel like them two motherfuckers is up to something. Fascinating. Yeah, I like okay. the armorer from the beginning. The way she was telling Bo-Katan, yep. take your helmet off, walk around, let your yep. hair swing and shit. Like, well, you walk two worlds, you walk two earths, do yeah. that thing. And Bo just did it and was looking, and everybody looking at each other like, mm, okay. I mean, I guess I, I think the armorer was trying to get all the Mandalorians together to either. Yeah. Uh, that is build an convenient. army for yeah. Moth, or yeah. to just capture Jen so she could do what she wants and be like the sole armorer of Moth's new army. Right. Yeah. I, I, and, I, and honestly, that's where I subscribe. Like the the armorer, I've always been uncomfortable around her. Like if we were at dinner parties together, I would sit the farthest away from her because <laughs> it's just I, I get bad vibes from her. Yeah. Uh, and I, I talked a little bit about this on on TikTok and some videos, but. She just she has this really big knack for just telling people what reality is. And I could easily see her making a deal with Moff Gideon. Yeah. 
um, oh, which is yeah. why I think Bo Katan brought up like, hey, like I tried to do this and um, I lost big I, and I built mm-hmm. a depression castle, you know, like it just she yes. like her. It feels like a little bit of foreshadowing and like the like in my head, it's like, you know, I see her making this deal of like, okay, I get to be the spiritual leader of, like, the Mandalorians while Moff yeah. Gideon gets to, like, mm-hmm. be on the planet. I don't yeah. know if that's going to come to pass. That's how I made made it made, make I sense. I like that, too. Yeah. Um, but it just, it all seems awfully convenient that she's like, oh, man, these folks are injured. All right, well, I'm going to peace out. And it's like, mm-hmm. you really, you, the, really, you're going to miss out on the big forge? You're you're an armorer. That's, like, your thing, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's kind of, like, what you're all about. And she's like, nope, I'm good. Bye. I suppose uh, it is also awfully convenient that she disappears right before mm-hmm. everybody gets attacked too, mm-hmm. which is a fair, yeah. which is an observation I did mm-hmm. not realize until this moment. Hey, so, this is what we all about being in real time at films of black and white. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I do. I will say this though. I enjoyed this episode because of all of the like leftover Imperial warlord shit. Mm-hmm. Like this open mm-hmm. was fantastic. Like, Yes. There is there is a distinct scene in my head, and I can't remember what book it is from, Brian. Okay. It might have been from Alphabet Squadron, where they're talking, and they is, it was on a – yeah, it, it might have been, because they're, they have this council going on, and yes. they're all in person. And I remember yes. like visualizing it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is that scene from that book yeah. like played out here. And I think it's really for me, it was really, really cool to see that because that's how I kind of like visualized how they're based. I mean, it's a dick measuring competition. Like they're all being like, no, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. And I (laughs) I mean, and Moff Gideon being the worst of all of them where he's like, your armor is great, but it's only great because I'm in it. I was like, God, what a balls on that. Right. What a what a ballsy move. Like yeah. uh, the the Imperial commanders have always been, I feel like, written so well. Like they, yeah. Palpatine's always the person they're afraid of, and Vader mm-hmm. coming to enforce mm-hmm. that. But when they don't have that, these are all the people like who peaked in high school, and they're all just trying to one up each other at the bar. Insecure little boys, like, like now that the ringleader's gone. There are all these people that are like, well, I have tie interceptors, and like, well, I have dark mm-hmm. troopers and it's like it doesn't matter y'all y'all lost like mm-hmm. y'all lost like nobody nobody cares yeah. you're all gonna go away well, like the confederate but... state yeah I, well yeah, marcus yeah 100 yeah pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So what i what i thought was interesting if i'm coming out of the tv show was the announcement of thrawn and how yeah. they were really smart and strategic in putting this news out before episode yes. seven, that then mentioned Thrawn and the Mandalorian movie or, or the journey that yep. leads into, you know, Mando, Mandalorian will come to an end at the movie, right? Yeah, so yeah. I thought that they were really smart in how they did that reveal. So yep. that when you yep. mentioned Thrawn, you like, you already got a kind of this image in your head of like, oh, yep, they announced that. They said the, the voice actor is going to be playing Thrawn. We yep. know that's coming soon. Yep. Like yep. there is Agreed. no more question about who's the I big agree. bad. It's not Moff Gideon. It's it's yeah. thrown, and so my prediction for the end of this episode is Moff Gideon dies. Oh okay. wow! I okay, think that, I think that I think they get him up out that armor for one okay. because you don't just come and disrespect. I mean, there's like, a dark saber sized hole in it, like you, right under yeah. his chest. <laughs> and so I think I think Moff Gideon, I think he gets the kaput. I think then yeah. put hands and feet on his ass. <laughs> yeah, he does. His son, I think Grogu, I think, hey, they didn't put Grogu in that robot for nothing. That's all. No, they, they did not. 
that was a random thing to me i was like to me i was like why the fuck would they do that and then i had to think i was like okay hold on because there's a reason they're not just gonna do this i can can tell you why I can tell you why, because now Groku can actually defend his dad. So yeah. yes, I do think that yeah. Din gets into a bottle with Mo- battle with Moff Gideon, and he dies. But it's not Din that kills him; it's fucking Grogu that kills yeah. him because it's I, his dad at the receiving end. While hitting, while hitting that yes button, he goes. Yeah, that's yes, what I was gonna yes, say. Just yes, whacking that yes, toss yes. Moff or the yes. armorer off fucking edge so that's my prediction and he's gonna I, find some other buttons too like he'll be like there'll be yeah. a bitch in there and a <laughs> motherfucker they like, might oh, even that, have a, that might is even, a yeah that's yes, a youtube yes, video waiting to happen sure. yes your mama sure. yes it's gonna be a meme yes that's how your mama so i feel that's like a, yep i feel like um my, here's my actual prediction is my wild prediction then then dies that would be okay. my whoa holy shit the mandalorian yeah. is not about that, him yeah. it's about grogu Right, yeah, that that's my wild prediction. But I think I'm on. I'm on board for Bo. Not on board because she's doing a great job. But yeah. I'm, I'm on board that Bo could die. I yep, think yeah. the armorer dies and Mo- Moff Gideon dies. Oof! Triple, tri- quadruple yeah. death kit. Yeah. Jeez, they got to wrap that storyline up. I do. I do think I. I am. I am firmly in the camp of Bo dying. I yeah, think yeah. that that it's makes awesome. the most logical sense. It's it makes it smart for her character arc. Her yeah. character arc was I failed in the most extreme way possible yeah. uh, because I was selfish. I need to not be selfish. The most selfless act you can do in a movie in a situation like this is be the person who dies. So and that to me, mythical, she sees the mythical beast on her way as she falls into the water. Yeah, yeah. Proof she saw it. She wasn't hallucinating. Nobody yeah. else knows that too, Nobody except else. the armorer. So the, that's why the armorer set her up because there was only one person yeah. in the way, and yeah. it's Bo fucking Katan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Brian predictions. Uh yeah. So I, I think the, the armorer is the spy. Bo Katan is gonna sing her last song. Uh, oh, if I'm using the imagery from the episode, <laughs> uh, I think. I think Din makes it. I I, I, her last song was I think he does. What if her last song was like booty 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 rocking everywhere? Booty booty booty. Get it together and bring it back to me. Yeah. I have to be oh, careful man. about how I sing. It created an uproar last week, so I have to be very careful. Listen, about... that is the funniest clip I think we <laughs> I think we we we've had in a while. I mean, I'm just happy we all like Outcast. I feel yeah. like that's I Brian, don't know, that's good. Brian would have been a problem. Me. Please go to the TikTok if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah, it and please. look at like <laughs> No the clip of me singing Outcast, Brian. Brian killing me with that forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think my last. I don't know. My last prediction here is I think uh, my bold prediction is Axe. He's actually like legit, and he somehow contacts the New Republic. Okay. I think I think the right. Rangers make another appearance. Um, so I need some hot, hot X-wing action. That's what I really need here. So, yeah, some hot, hot S foils open. Attack speed type X-wing maneuvers. That's that's what I need. Brian Brian is in this realm of sticky sticky wands and X-wings. <laughs> hey, I, I just love me. Look, I, there's a genre of Star Wars, a very niche genre of Star Wars I like, and it's X-wings saving the day. And if that I'm happens, gonna, I'm gonna launch Mandalorian. I'm into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna launch my proton <laughs> torpedo. Is your bay ready to receive? Uh, no, that's disgusting. Let's move on. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I mean, that's disgusting. When he said the hole was the size of a womp rat, it was like, uh, oh, the, the, just terrible it's, imagery. It's that doesn't little, mean you little, can't fit stuff in it. I need little, you to write a, a romance novel now. Here. <laughs> Exclusively using tight. Star Wars imagery. Just, just. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's please. And Luke is please. Luke bragging about the fucking hole. He's like, yeah, I'll be all up in that thing when I'm back on my home plane, and I do that shit for no regular. Just because it's small, don't mean you can't fit shit in it. Ah, uh, which is all sorts of yuck. It's back yuck, in his T sixteen. Yeah, I remember that's... when I was sixteen. I tried nope. <laughs> Man, I bring up a T sixteen Skyhopper spaceship and guys, turn over we, here. Man, we saw that going left. I just, well, hey, I just, we knew where we was going. Hard right. Well, the news is in. We've been banned from TikTok. So it's just right now, in this moment, uh, they were watching and they're like, "You're out." Uh, any other predictions for Mandalorian? No, but I am excited about the season. Yeah, I hope too. season four doesn't take as long to come out. We know somebody major has to live and it's probably going to be Din because that movie, but there are rumors and whispers that Pedro Pascal was pissed at Disney and is kind of upset at something. So that's the only reason I think that they could kill him off. Look, if he's not satisfied. That guy, I honestly, knowing how much he gets paid per episode, I, I feel like it's more likely than not. He sticks around. I mean, for last of us, he gets paid like 600, $700,000 an episode. So he's got to be getting that yeah. for Mando. I, no, I, I would, I would Easy. say. I would yeah. say. So, would like, you're too. telling me, like, three quarters of a mil per episode? Eh, if I'm upset about something, I'll just cry in my Well, especially, especially because of the, like, first two seasons being so popular. I'm sure yeah. that there was a... I mean, I'm sure that there was a multiplier on it for season three of, like, times two because of how popular oh, it is. So. I mean, and he, like... And what's funny is there was some news that came out, and I, I will try to... Uh, I'll try to find it and link it in our description, but he's doing more voiceover work, like Brendan Wayne, one of the oh yeah, he's people. not in that suit. Like he's actually in the suit more than oh. Pedro this season. Oh, no so like, yeah. you're telling me like he's getting paid this much just to do VO for the, the Mando to be like, work. yeah, don't do that or get back or right. get down. I didn't, like, I didn't teach him that. <laughs> yeah, that right? please fight my son. Um, yes, please fight so. my son. Um, <laughs> uh, Marcus and Brian, the Hello. two of you watched the Netflix series beef we did. uh i don't know why yes. every time you say yes. that just i will beef uh i mean yeah you really hit that constant yeah, yeah, hard, yeah, man. Yeah, you really put uh, a lot into uh, that uh, this podcast uh, is very uh, freaky today i need y'all to yeah. tone it down yeah, sticky ones torpedoes womp rats beef. That, okay that was all that, that was all me i'll tone it down i'll own that i brought the fairies in okay gentlemen <laughs> they had to be. They had to be. And if they're milfs, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, fairy dust is just lube for fairies. Ooh. Oh. Wow. That, I can't believe I. I can't wow. believe I said that. Wow. I looked at that myself is, and was oh, like, "Holy hey, shit, Marcus, that's relax. new to me." Guys, Holy guys let's shit. talk about beef. I'm yeah. gonna go take a cold yeah. shower. Like, <laughs> guys, I think we need to go get some. This is disgusting. Yeah, this is a lot for everybody. Uh, but what did you two think of that particular series? Y'all know me. I don't be watching series. Yep, I'm going to start because Brian, Brian yep. was the one that convinced me to watch it. We had put the trailer in the chat. And so yes. we was all like, man, that looks pretty interesting. And I love the lead um, actors and actresses mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, yes. At first, I don't watch series. And especially if it's on Netflix. And that like that's just mm. my thing. I, I get bad about when people say something yep. is really, really good. I just don't watch it. So, yep. I, but I had a lot of work to do this weekend. I finally got back on my Adderall, so I was actually able to like yeah. concentrate. Well, that's good. There's a shortage of it, so I'm happy that oh, you were able to get some. Please don't get me started. It was like a rough. I've been off my medicine for about a month and a half, and I can oh, tell man. when I got back on it, it was so yeah. bad. I didn't realize so that. Oh, oh my it was gosh. so bad. Um, it was so bad. I usually get maybe like sixty tech sixty uh, right. pills. They gave me eighteen and was like, "Yeah, you got to make this work for the month." And I was like. 
what? Like, excuse me? And uh, it, it was crazy. The anyway, whole thing. that yes. made me like sit down and actually like get to some of the stuff I've been avoiding because my anxiety right. really, like when I'm off my medicine, I just don't yeah. want to really deal with a lot of shit. And so yeah. I started watching it and I was like, okay, I'm going to give this two episodes. <laughs> two. And All if right. this shit ain't hitting in two, yeah. next thing I know, I was done. 10 o'clock. I had a meeting at 7.30. Somebody texted me and was like, Marcus, where you at? I was like, it's 7 o'clock already? Oh, I, no. I thought it was wow. still like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, wow. Well, that. I, All right. I, I can't make a more ringing endorsement than that. If you follow our podcast, you know Marcus is very averse to like Not a checking series out guy. the hot series, which is understandable because like you're 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 There's you're committing like ten hours usually. Yeah. Because it's a it's usually one hour ten episode type thing. And their recommendations come from everywhere because everybody and their brother is like, have you seen? And you're like, oh, Oh. fuck, no, I haven't. Why should I watch yours? Like, Or TikTok TikTok spoils it before you can get to it. And it's kind of like, well, fuck. Yeah. 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 I I mean, honestly, when we, so when we shared the trailer and looked at it, I was like, oh, like this is like, this concept is so weird. And we won't get into like a ton of spoilers here. Mm. We'll do a non-spoiler review because I like. I also know people are still like watching it because it is. 10 I episodes. have not watched it. Um, but here's the thing. I think I did everything Marcus said. And the thing I want to say about it though is like it, it. Like it really vibes with me because it is. It is a dramedy. It is funny. It mm-hmm. is serious. But mm-hmm. like, it, it it balances those moments really well. And mm. it's like no episode is longer. I think than forty five minutes. Nope. And oh, most of them are a half hour, which. Mm-hmm was like one of the biggest selling points for me because I'm a tired dad. And when I get uh, to watching yeah. TV, I don't have an hour to get into the weird specifics of your show unless it's like a gold standard. And so Beef at least is forgiving in the fact that it's like, look, we're a half hour. We're weird. You're not going to get it all. Just move on. Mm-hmm. And that's what I really liked about it is that it was yeah. really abstract where I feel like we just have a lot of series that are just yeah. cookie cutter. And I've talked about that before. But where where beef was just like, I had no idea where it was going. Mm-hmm. And there was a point, I think it's like the sixth or seventh episode. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like, this show's almost done and there's four mm-hmm. episodes. Up, and then, like, something happens is, mm-hmm. is all I will say. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so lucky to have, like, four episodes of this show left. Because mm-hmm. it can go in so many great places. So, uh, yeah, honestly, if you... If you like this podcast, I feel like you will like beef. That's That's, true. that's like that's the best good. way I can like try to, do. you know. Yeah, and I do like this podcast, so I will have to check it out. <laughs> well, I good. have not yet. Well, I have not yet. Good. And I the did. reason I keep kind of harping Doug is because the main writer for this was a writer for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for oh, okay. season. Well, then yeah, I'm going to Which when guy. I when I found that out, I'm like, "Oh, so much of this makes more sense yeah. now cuz cuz there's parts of this show that are just Wild. distinctly unhinged mm-hmm. uh episode 10 episode 10 to start yeah. which Peak. is like out there is all i will say but i mean there's moments in this show where you're like am i what mm-hmm. is, this is this happening it mm-hmm. is happening mm-hmm. and yeah. then you want to watch the next one i feel I'm- like um beef like it is if i can describe it, it it's perfectly oh. symmetrical in the way yep. that it tells its story and front to back Although you could you could take it in various ways because of how they layer beef, um, like if if you want something funny, it can be that, and if yeah. you want something that's a little bit more intellectual, it can also be that. Yeah, and so you could take it and watch it, and some people are like, "Man, I had a great time." What I thought was interesting is like some people in their review say, "I enjoyed this comedy," 
That's not where. <laughs> oh I yeah, they pay, they. Uh, this movie. Hmm. I would not label it. A straight I would up comedy. not label it that either. I uh, either. So I, uh, I just think it's funny yeah. you can pick and choose whatever you well, whatever genre you think you like. I also feel like there's this emerging genre, and I'm not the first one to coin this, but like I'm gonna call it just like millennial rage. Like just mm. there is this undercurrent and vibe of some of the uh, of the video, not videos, but like movies, films, and other types of media coming out, um, where it's just like people in this millennial age that have a lot of this anger for a variety of reasons, whether it's the state of the world, whether it's how they grew up, whether it is some type of generational trauma that they can't break this cycle of, but they're aware of it, but they yeah. can't do anything about it. And I feel like beef is one of those things where it's like, yeah, this encapsulates like why people in this age group are upset or like nervous or anxious a lot of the time, because yeah. it maybe you feel like you have to put on a face or you have to like, follow all like the wellness things or mm -hmm. like you have to be productive, but don't look like you're being productive. Mm -hmm. um, and the show kind of gets into that a little bit as well. Or, or also you can try 110% and still live in like not where you want to be after working really hard for 10 years, yeah, like Steven Yun's yep. character. Yep. And he's yeah. still in the same place owning yep. his own business, but he can't make it at, mm, for yeah. a variety of reasons. So mm. yeah. Anyway, I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent there. That's, if that's fine. If that sounds entertaining to you, check Watch out this show. I, I like comedy. I think I think I'm gonna go off on a tangent. I, I think comedy is at its best when if you remove the punchlines, it's something maybe more sinister. Like oh, I think 100%. I, I, mm -hmm. I think comedy is something that is a little bit morbid and a little bit twisted, but with like a punchline or something interjected in there to sort of reframe that like it's stakes, right? Like things that are scary or dark or, or yeah. depressing. Like there's, there's this like level of tension that you never really escape from. And all comedy does is takes those same moments and adds a joke to say, like, mm -hmm. no, it's okay. Like you're okay. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay. This is a little silly. Um, and we had kind of a moment like that uh, this weekend. And I want to describe where my brain was at. Cause okay. So Brittany and I are watching uh, 1923, which is a sequel to 1883, which is a prequel to Yellowstone oh, and Paramount I, Plus. on Paramount plus. Um, and there's, Okay, so so trigger warning with to you. those who experienced generational trauma, uh, those oh. who are from the Native American community who experienced that generational trauma. There is a storyline within this of a Native American woman who has been enrolled at a Catholic school mm. in the 1920s. Oof. And oh, no. these priests beat the shit out of these girls. And I'm sure, unfortunately, <sighs> given our nation's history, it is accurate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Stick with me. There I'm is with this you. moment where something really sinister a part of that happens. Then the show cuts and goes to a commercial for the Tractor Supply Company. And it starts with this line. Things around here were built on simpler times. And I was howling. And Brittany's Ooh. like, why is that funny? And I said, yeah, what simpler times? Like, I don't know, persecuting uh, an entire group of people. Uh, like, no, I thought it was I whole. It. Uh, I, I no, was laughing I see so hard yeah, I see, because I see. that's the, the punches. You can't start a commercial like that. Like, you can't, you can't show that and then go, remember when things were easier? Like, but, to, but to other people, that, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so, I see it. So. Uh, that's an example of my point of like really dark, terrible moment, mm -hmm. which again, 
some degree of historical accuracy to, and then yeah. just tone deafness of Paramount Plus to be like, and by the way, like, <laughs> like wait, just, was it a real commercial? Yes. It was oh. a real commercial that starts with oh. life round here was built on simpler uh, times. Oh, now, I thought it was ad. part of the show as part no, of. No, the... it's oh. not. It is a break in the show because it's, it's a it's a period piece. Ads. Yes. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't do commercials. So yes, but that's yeah. Well, look at you. I, I, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know. I, 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 that is something I always bring up to people when they're always like, it used to be simpler back then. I always like, for who exactly? Yeah, right. Who is it make America exactly? great again? What generation? Right. Like, which, what era? Just, were we talking about? And so yeah. that's the level of comedy. That's where my brain goes is like, yeah, that's fucking twisted. But it's also like kind of funny that that's yeah. how tone for deaf. Sure. That yeah. That's were not the like best. Ads. So, yeah, yeah uh, I agree. Gentlemen, Yikes. we have a whole ass news episode to get to. Oh, still? Really? Yeah, we have a whole ass news All right, episode. Let's do, to it. Still yeah, get to. let's do it. Um, so let's kick it on over to Marcus. Marcus, right. what oh, is your first piece of news this week, sir? All right. So I was reading and I had a variety of pieces that I wanted to go over. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say fuck it. And I'm gonna go with the one that the one that may be not as popular. I'll see how far this goes. Okay. There are recasting rumors about Jonathan Major. Oh, um, yep, there are. They've started. They've started that they're looking for a Damson Edris, which if you've seen Snowfall, he's in a variety of things too. Behind, mm-hmm. I think there's a Netflix movie behind Enemy Line or something like something like that. He's in like, um, back yeah. Um, they are starting their. They, it looks like they're gonna try to go and recast Jonathan Majors, especially after they've been quiet. Um, they said they went zero dark thirty type shit, and they mm-hmm. just. They've been they've been quiet, trying to let that thing blow over. Gentlemen, my question to you is: What are your thoughts? Should they recast? Should they leave it alone and let it blow over? Um, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Aside from it being in your like purview of being mm-hmm. Marvel centric, is there another piece of this that like the reason why you went with this one? Were you just picking chaos, or why to you is this something that's super important? Well, great question. Chaos, always great. Oh, I mean, chaos um, is the first answer. Chaos is the always second great. answer. But, but, I, but I do think that there is something, there is a question there about what's more important. Okay. And is it what, Marvel, Disney, we always talk about how well cut they are and how well put together they are. And how they gonna do that cleanup, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason I wanted to ask this question was because I want to know, not morally, I know where y'all stand morally. Yeah. Right? And le- legally, he is, I guess he does have all those counts. And if they were to drop these charges, which is what the rumor is that they'll drop those charges and he has proof that he's innocent, you know, it, even with that, you can't shake the shit that already exists. Nope. You can't shake the story and the narrative that is already out there, whether you're guilty or not guilty, you know, we'll never honestly truly know. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm asking is what are your thoughts? Do you think they should absolutely recast? Is it, do they wait till this blow blows over? Cause they haven't even promoted Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania as much as they should, as it's going, going to streaming, digital here which soon, is right? the next step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll look up that date really quick. Yeah. Good question. Thank you. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that I, I, I maybe am on this side of things of like, 
you have tied your entire like mm-hmm. you've been tied the entire future of your franchise to him being the big bad there is an avengers movie called the kang dynasty mm-hmm. i don't know how you let it get beyond this mm-hmm. right because you could you could write him out now and it wouldn't be nothing. Yeah. You could yeah. write him out now and you could say that was that variant. Like you you were at a position creatively where you could say, Nope, not our guy anymore. We've picked a different we've picked a different actor to portray him. It'll be really easy. Some audiences will know the difference, but they'll understand yeah. why we're in this position. But we're at a point creatively where if we needed to pull him out, we could. And so I don't know why you'd want to wait. Like, why would you wait until Loki comes out to see him again? Unless you're going to kind of like, again, conspiracy theory, sweep it under the rug, hope noticing nobody notices and just say like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. I I hope that's not the case. Now they're a corporation. I could see them doing that and not feeling too terrible about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, with all the shit that's going on with them in the news and all their like fighting with Florida, Bad press is not what they need right yeah, now. That's, so that's, that's just kind of where I'm at. That's a great point. One thing I want to add before I hear from Brian. I, Brian, Doug, you said something that, that was really interesting to me. And I, oh, man, I just lost my, my train of thought. Good. I, I think my – oh, my question was in response to what you just phrased, which I think was great, how much have they shot already? Question. I don't know. Yeah. That's a, that's you know, the, that would be the only question I got of how much uh, of Kang Dynasty and everything else that you needed him to do have you already shot? I mean, we know he's Victor Timely. Like we know he's going to show no, he's up in Loki. Loki's, Loki's doing. Yep, yeah, Loki's, Loki's in the can. Loki's done. It's ready to go. Yep. So yeah, that's I don't what, know. That's, what that's a great question. That's what I want to put in. Uh, Brian, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, I mean, so there isn't an official date for Quantum Mania coming to streaming, which is probably like so. I, I don't think there's a ton to draw on from there. It's it's probably going to be in April, mm. but there's no official date. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think situations like this are just super hard because I think Disney definitely wants to do right by mm. the entire franchise, also their bottom line. But Marvel like actually cares a little bit about their fan base in my opinion than other franchises or um organizations is what i will just say and i think that they know that fans of marvel like they're gonna know about this they know they know that this might be something that is a deal breaker for them and they don't they don't want that i think at the same time they don't they do want to kind of see where this process goes because this entire thing has been super quiet for like a month. Like we heard about it the weekend it happened. We haven't heard anything else. Uh, The only other thing that we know is that uh, Jonathan Majors, uh, him and his uh, management company parted ways. And that was like today. Oh, I didn't Uh, know that. I did not hear that. It it happened like literally two hours ago when I was pulling up stuff for quantum media. That's Um, a sign. And it's from deadline. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know what that means. I, I, I trust deadline as a source. Uh, I, do too. I don't know. I, I don't know what it all means. And I think that, I think it makes sense to re I, I don't know. I, let me put it this way. If I'm Marvel, they, they are slowing down everything. It's a larger conversation to me because they've, they've pumped the brakes on everything. Right. Yeah. And, and the Marvels is like the clearest indicator of that. Why am I bringing the Marvels into this? Because, 
I think they put the brakes on that so they didn't have to hit a July timetable. They didn't have to do VFX for a July release. They didn't have to have everything figured out. They pushed that back six months. So I think they're going to use part of this six months to figure out, like, I think they're going to wait out the situation a little bit. And I think they're going to go from there. I think if more information comes out, I think they would pull the ripcord um, hmm. and let majors go. Um, looking at some of the rumors, it looks like it looks like the, uh, Jeff Snyder from The Direct was on the Hot Mike podcast. And mm-hmm. he said that basically uh, essentially saying, like, if it were to happen, like Damson Idris is somebody Marvel could eye or that yeah. th- that I've heard that they would eye. So like, I, I don't know. I like, it, I'm just, I'm very in between the whole thing. Interesting very moment. I think, I, I guess if I was Marvel, you have time until the end of Loki season two. That's, yep. that's where I think your backstop is. Yep. Um, and if people are like, Oh, well, how would they even do it? It's Kang, like it's MCU, like they would probably just have a like a I don't know. I think the best way I could describe it, I don't know if anybody watches Doctor Who, but the Doctor regenerates, yeah, Yeah. and like he just he looks the Doctor looks different sometimes. The Doctor is a man, sometimes the Doctor is a woman, but that character, there's a whole process that they go through and they regenerate. I think they could do that really easily. They haven't even they haven't even like done any like pre-production i think on either avengers movie so nope that's i guess if i was marvel from my business brain i would wait until loki season two is done to make a decision yep i would yeah which is easy to make a alternate ending of that of loki season two and then say from this point on this is what we do yeah I appreciate y'all for answering the question because that is a hard question to ask. I don't think in any morally, none of us would have picked keep the guy if the guy is guilty. Right. I do think there is a business perspective that people don't think about. And it is, damn, how much money have you, do you lose by recasting this guy? Um, Because his career is, I don't want to call it right now because he could be innocent. Don't know that. I I don't know any of that. I I don't know. And to that point, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is a great example. I mean, he mm-hmm. was, you guys, like he was really in bad shape in the like in the 80s. That was not my man's decade. Like mm-hmm. he was constantly <laughs> getting into trouble. He was constantly getting arrested. It was drugs. Like it was his early career was, I don't think he's gonna make it. And well, he's yeah. managed to kind of come back from that because he has the acting talent and he's been, you know. He's in that proximity in that sphere. So I never like to rule anybody out entirely, but yeah. He, here's mm, Rob. Well, here's he's what white. I think. Uh, that is a major piece. No, I think 100%, that. That's important 100%. to talk about. No, that's that 100% a, correct. That's yeah. a major piece for me. And I'm thank you for saying that. Um, we talk about Ezra Miller all the time. Yeah. Yep. And how they yeah. have. Uh, they've gone he they've gone zero dark 30 with them and and not even they, including yeah. them in a lot of that I, I don't even think i don't think anybody knows where they are i honestly yes that's where is true. ezra miller anybody know like you know, I, we because... they're gonna start a promo run soon for the flash yeah they have to he they i mean um sorry they will not probably will not be on that run and so for me it's like whether he's innocent or not Jonathan Major's career is probably over. 
um, for the, for, because you for the foreseeable future. That. Yeah. For the the, I, the difference with Robert Downey, the other difference for Robert Downey for me is like he had time that's to true. go get help. That's true. That's true. I, and it's I also guess. not a one-to-one situation. Right. No, RDJ was never accused of the things right. that Majors is, which I do think is is important to bring up. I also feel like I, I feel like also on this podcast we we believe survivors, and so I think For that sure. that is where we come out with this. And knowing that like false accusations, like they are so minuscule, there's such a a, a small percentage mm-hmm. of like everything mm-hmm. else that we know the score of this of this game and it it could unfold a different way however i i feel like this is different than it would have been five ten years ago For and sure. i i do it doesn't always feel this way online however i do feel like mcu fans are dialed into the pulse of a little bit uh, i'm gonna say like dialed into the pulse of the community and For the sure. community is not they're gonna have opinions about this now there's a very vocal minority i i'm sure like we, we, put, we, we have to put them in we have to put them in their own box because they're the same ones review bombing trailers and making right. everybody right. feel miserable yeah. so yeah and and i feel like so many people are fans of the mcu at this point like whether you've watched two movies or are the whole thing like no, us like it. we've seen everything put out including the i am group shorts or whatever it's a part of the zeitgeist like it, it really is it, it's impermeated that 100 percent. so and yeah so i'm not surprised that these rumors have now started i i don't think it's going to be super definitive I, and i just looked at the release date loki's coming in the fall uh september yeah, i'm reading so right. much time so, so far away. they have plenty of time to like yeah. figure this out from a business standpoint um i think yeah, they try so, to get them out of it i think it's if you ask me from a business sadly, perspective, but, yeah i think you, i think regard personally you always believe the victim right but i yes. think that there's a scenario where the victim says they didn't he didn't do anything i'm okay drop drop I mean, the charges there's right. so much or, corpo speak they could do. I totally or, agree. Or, or the other the other way around it. And again, caveats all around. I For firmly sure. believe Absolutely. survivors, but it would not be. I do not underestimate Disney to be like, all right, Jonathan, here's two million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Give it to X Y Z person, yes. and you both sign an NDA and mm-hmm. move the fuck on, so we, we can make our movie. It. Yep. And it's an we NDA. It is a rock solid NDA. That they oh, yeah. just say like you settle, settle out of court. I think mm-hmm. that that's there's another side of this where that is the realistic possibility is that this does not 100%. go to trial. Is that he's going to go on a podcast just... run? He's going to yep. go to Oprah, whatever the new Oprah yep. is. He's going to go to rehab. He's going to go. He's going to admit he made it's a mistake. Probably it might even be the same PR firm that Ezra Miller might use. I don't know. I, if just... Ezra got out there's of their shit, <laughs> if Ezra got out of they call Ezra called Olivia Pope. Jonathan yeah, Major about much. to have Olivia Pope in, in his corner too. I, that's certainly just I don't know. It's just certainly how it feels. Oh, it feels 100%. you go quiet. The old, the new and then I'm done. Sorry, but you go quiet and the news and the world is so oversaturated. People, some will forget, some will not forget, and they will remind you when Loki comes out not to support this particular film or whatever. Yeah. But. It'll if a movie is good, if it's good, and you bought back Iron Man with the movie that Jonathan oh Majors was in, don't yeah. nobody give a fuck. I, well, I mean, and it's it'll be 
it's there is an always sunny Philadelphia episode that talks about we just have to outlast the 24 hour news cycle. We yep. have to wait for it to not be something yep. people are think about. Yep. And then we've won and somebody something will focus worse on will happen. And that's the sad part is that yeah. something else is going to happen that yep. makes it look like what he did to be nothing. And that's that's mm-hmm. the thing that kind of bums me out to look at it from a glass half empty approach. I t- try to be a glass half full person, but I have a distinct feeling that something shitty is going to happen. And we're going to be like. Oh, yeah, then I guess what he did is nothing compared to what this guy did. I mean, I I do think, and I I need to give credit where credit's due. I saw this from a friend of the podcast, Jessica Jones. She was the one that actually brought this up via Twitter, and I was like, yeah, we haven't talked about that. No, we have not. Have we? And and even myself, there's so much going on, I I can't. I don't follow it. Uh, So, I, I mean... I don't know. I, I really hope I hope everybody can find the peace that they need with this situation. 100%. Where's everybody involved? Uh-huh. Uh, Brian, what do you have? Hello. Hey, folks. Uh, more Hello. MCU Hello. news. Look, I, I've been let's on just a Star stick, Wars Let's tear. just stick with it. Uh, I, look, I was on a Star Wars tear for like two weeks, three weeks, it feels like. So I figured I'd switch gears here. Go to my other favorite paragon, Captain America. Uh-oh. Uh, and no, but uh, the character, at least. That's what we're talking about. So... <laughs> Uh, Chris Evans is promoting his new movie called, uh, it's ghosted on Apple TV. Uh, it's coming out this weekend and it's yes, it's like an action rom-com. So obviously I'm there. Mm -hmm. And as he was talking to good morning America, he was asked if he would, uh, if he would reprise his role as, as the captain. And basically, you you can go watch the interview from Good Morning America. Uh, but basically, he's like, you know, uh, I'd love to, but uh, th- that's the problem. Like, uh, you know, Sam, like Anthony Mackie is uh, is Captain America. And I feel like this is like the third time I have seen this in like a month of people keep bringing this up. So yeah. I just I it's it's starting to bother me like every okay. time i see it and i've been trying not to pay attention to it but it is very bothersome to me that like we had a whole tv show regardless of what you thought about the tv show myself included but we had a whole six episode thing about how like sam wilson's captain america uh-huh. we have a movie announced that sam wilson is captain america and we're still going up to chris evans being like hey so when you, you come, come back? back like and i just I just I don't know. I don't know if the publicist is not shutting this down or if people are just thinking it's like a nice thing to ask. But I don't know. It's starting to grate on me as an MCU fan of just like leave the man alone about Cap. He's like trying to live his life and let for the love of Pete, let Anthony Mackie cook. Like let him get a like get a movie as Cap under his belt before we're talking about bringing Steve back. For Pete's sake. So that's that's where I'm at. Well, and Brian, Uh, I remember who owns abc which is what showcases good morning america the mouse and that, and that would be the house of mouse so i have a feeling i have a feeling that it wouldn't be up to him even if he didn't want to answer the question it's captain america oriented it's a property they own they're gonna say no we know what's happening you have to answer like yeah which is yeah. gross but i feel like um this is the downside to when you do No Way Home, the, the, when you oh, introduce right, yeah. the possibility of bringing back older characters, that yeah. is, it means across the board, you've now introduced this concept that, oh, my favorite hero can either look like anybody I know that's famous because it's a variant, 
Or mm-hmm. my favorite hero has a variant that looks exactly like my classically known, yes. the one that I'm familiar with, favorite hero that may have been pronounced as dead, but now they back again. <laughs> yep. and it's, it's just the downside. It's the negative side of No Way Home and what they introduced. This is the part of this where I was like, I don't know, y'all. Do we really want to go down that road? Like everybody right. was so excited about oh, we could do Secret mm-hmm. Invasion. There could be mm-hmm. a Tom Cruise version of Iron Man. Oh, yeah, God. that's going to fucking look cool, but do you know how many assholes are going to come out of the woodwork and be like, well, actually, mm-hmm. like, oh my too many, too many. And so yeah. I think that's a great point, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Marvel has just got to be in this phase of, like, you kind of got to put your head down at work and say, fuck it. Like, we yeah. know what we're doing, and we're going to yeah. make what we're going to make anyway. I don't see a scenario where Chris Evans returns as Captain America. Not now. No. Maybe when he's like 50. He's good. Yeah. But like he's done with that shit. He's so done with that shit. And every Nick role Gibson. he's been in post cap has been good. I liked him in everything that yep. he's been in since he stopped being Captain America. I like arguably, him too. Arguably, I'd like to see him as a villain more often. Yeah. I honestly, would like to see yes. him be a heel for a little while. What, was, what movie was that? He was he was he was good. It was the, the gray, gray man, man. Which we gray reviewed man. on this which podcast. Was, yeah. Yes. Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, America's ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh good yeah, good pull, Brian. Good pull. Yeah, it was good. Oh, shucks, thanks. Good. Uh, my piece of news is going to switch gears just a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit about streaming services for oh. a moment. Uh, gentlemen, mm. uh, we got an announcement that HBO Max is going to switch to just Max. Yeah. And it's the Discovery Plus HBO. Basically, if there was a show about building shit, renovating some shit, uh, baking some shit, uh, it's going to be there now because that's basically how this works. And I learned a new term and I actually learned a little bit more about the strategy of this. So I was listening to National Public Radio and they were interviewing somebody talking about what to expect. And one of the things that I heard that I found fascinating because it kind of changes and this is why it's important to me for the longest time on this podcast we have been incredulous to why the fuck would they do this Mm -hmm. like what is the business strategy behind just making a bunch of things like house hunters and Mm -hmm. you know british baking a british bake-off or whatever else is on there um that's not what people want what is this And what I learned in listening to this particular article that I found really interesting, I'm kind of curious about your take on is they, there's this idea of ambient streaming. So this is the idea that you might be, you know, cleaning the house. You might even be for folks like myself and Brian a little bit who work from home, you might be working from home and you don't want to work in the quiet. So you throw on this and you just let it go. It's basically background noise (laughs) yes and let's stop there before i give you more facts from what i learned thoughts on this idea that there are just background noise shows or this being a strategy like we want to embrace this here's the thing we talked about this a little bit when max came out with david zasloff wanted to do with these shows and we talked about when he sold the cw and we talked about what shows were coming Mm -hmm. when you just said that the ambient streaming that is a thing because now we live in a world where I can't even eat unless I got something playing on the TV, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking about back to like my grandmother, like days when I used to be around my grandmother, right? Uh-huh. I used to watch her soaps. Yeah. The TV was just on. 
And yeah, even my right. grandparents, they just leave Lifetime on in the kitchen if nobody's in the kitchen or if they right. sleep or whatever, and it just remains on. Yeah. So, yes, this is a thing, and it makes sense. I think it's an age thing. Oh, sure. More so than it is like yeah. every, it may not be an everybody thing, but it's like 50 and up, they just need something playing in the background because yep. the kids is around, something else is going on. <laughs> yeah, That's why you can sure. get a Simpsons marathon. You can get a mar- marathon yeah. to build this house where they could just turn on HGTV. They don't got to worry about if it's cussing, if it's family friendly. Yep. I could yep. just yeah. turn that shit on and let it play. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and those shows too, like they're so inoffensive. They are just yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Safe. I, I don't. I, th- yes, they're so safe because when 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 Maggie had our our uh, our youngest Aiden in the hospital, we just we just left that channel on. Like no joke, we left. The, I can't even remember what it wasn't A and E. I don't remember what channel it was, but it was just legit fixer upper, just the whole oh, thing, yeah. all day every day, and it 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 was easy to watch because I knew there were three parts. They're gonna find the house. They're gonna say how bad it is. They're going to run out of budget, but then they're going to find a way to get the budget. And then guess what? It's a beautiful house. And the best part is my wife and I can be like, that's a terrible decision. And it's something we can both kind of be engaged mm-hmm. oh, sure. in, but not yep. give a hundred percent to like, I can still play my, my Nintendo switch mm-hmm. and be like, no, I don't like, I don't like the veneer on those cabinets. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, uh, I, I understand it. I, I going back to your age thing really quick and, and then I'll stop this ramble, but I do feel like there is this age thing because I feel like younger audiences are super efficient with mm-hmm. what they watch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And not going to waste their time. No, n- absolutely. That absolutely not. And I feel like a lot of the streamers and, and I use this. This is something I love about streamers is that they're like, this is it. Like this is this is the 10 episodes and then you start and then you're done. And I know that like for people like my parents, that they don't care about that. Like they yeah. do not care because they have plenty. They're retired. They have plenty of time to just, I don't Hang know. Out. Let's, let's see what this is or let's see what that is. And I feel like with, with younger folks, they don't have as much of that disposable time and income. So yeah. if they're going to commit to watching something, they want, they're going to want to know it's quality. And I understand why max, I, it's going to take me a while to get used to that name. I understand uh-huh. why max is investing in like, who are the people that actually have money to afford H- max who are the people that are actually going to use it? That's the content we're going to put out for a cheaper price rather than this prestige TV that hopefully some millennials and Gen Z's tuck up on Twitter if they give us a moment of their and time. You know? They get on the tick attack. Yeah. You'll, you'll uh, get both. You'll you'll, get you'll both. Get, that's the way you get both audiences. Right. Yep. There is another component, and Brian, I'm glad you brought up price because another piece of this particular that's uh, stupid reporting was oh this gosh. idea of like, what are people willing to cancel over and what are not? So they said that they did some research. And so I'm getting this from a news source. So I don't have the original source documentation on the research that was done. (laughs) That would be interesting to find. But the, the doc, the research that was done said that folks are far more willing to cancel a streaming service when a particular episode, a particular series ends. (laughs) However, If there is something that is ambient that they can always have on, mm. they are less likely to cancel their service. Understand. So, so yeah. looking at why does Apple TV struggle with viewership numbers? Yep. Because Ted Lasso eventually ends. 
Yep. And you have to wait till the next season mm-hmm. or the next series or the next show. And that's when you have to say, okay, I'm going to move on. Cause there's nothing here for it. Yeah. This is a strategy from the folks at discovery uh, discover at, at discovery, discovery and yeah. HBO um, and Warner media to say, they'll never leave because yep. they don't have to, because there will always be something. Yes. The last of us is over, but if yeah. they watch episodes of house hunters and it's just on, they don't need to cancel because there's always something they can find to watch. And right. this is not an uncommon strategy. It's the reason why Netflix does shit the mm. way that they do. Oh, if there yeah. is always something on there available for you to binge or for you to watch, even if it's ambient, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's and again, think about think about Disney. If you have little kids, yeah. they don't even have to watch it. You just and you're busy like it's Thanksgiving and you're prepping the meal. Turn that shit on and they will tune in and out as they want to. Oh, so it's just I, there. Was, I was think I was going the other route with Disney. And I'm glad that you said that the kids is definitely one portion that do the ambient, uh-huh. um, streaming. Yep. The, here's the other portion. ESPN. Like, oh, ESPN is the same news, given the oh same news cycle yeah. all day long, 24, 7, 365. But you are going to watch. I in the resource center that I oversee turn on sports because one, I wanted to go back to Brian's point too. One, it's safe. I don't have to worry about what's about to pop up on there. I know for the most part, it's all good. It's going to be safe. It's going to be clean. The other thing that is appealing with ambient programming and the shows that they are adding to max, it's not, I'm going to use this term in the wrong way. It's not woke. I don't have to worry about, yeah, what's going to on HGTV? Watch growing up, I right. wouldn't know who was a couple. You would just you just need to look into it, but they never. Yeah, there's yeah. no deep dive into that. There is no them getting into you physical. You know what I mean? There's nothing yeah. that is like you just kind of know, and then you you just go on right. And so I think for other people, that's the other safe side for the other audience that may not yes. want to see. Yeah, that quote or, unquote, that quote unquote. And, and Marcus, to your point, even if there is, even if there is some level of like diversity there, it's positioned in a way that is like, uh, that is acceptable. Oh, look at that colored fellow. Like, or, or, or not even that it's house hunters. And it's, this is Rick. He's yep. joined by his partner, Sam, as they yep. look for yep. a house to start their dream That's together. It. it is okay for you to pitch yeah. it as they're chasing the American dream. But if they're trying to have rights, get yep. the fuck out of my face. Yep. Like it's <laughs> that more representation and a story and context behind the representation. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. That's way too old. You, no, but no, if no, you no. can just tell me, look at that nice color boy. They made enough money to get a three bedroom house in fucking San Bernardino. Yep. That's yep. okay. It's yeah. and, and listen, there is I get that you want I get that feeling of wanting something that is y'all think I like living in a world where I gotta beg for representation and context and somebody to be understood and feel seen. No, the shit is tiring as fuck. And sometimes I just want to watch some regular shit and just stream some shit without having to think about did they do this the right way? Did they really who directed this shit? Yeah. Is it is it authentic? Yep. Is it genuine? Sometimes I want some goddamn ambient streaming that is just natural, authentic diversity yes. representation without having to fucking break my leg to get it. Right. And again, to this ties into the first point, Marcus, that you made. You don't want to have to think is did the actor that make it on there <sighs> yes. try to think about the shit that he did? Yeah. No. Yeah. I just have to say, hey, does that cake look like something someone would eat? <laughs> 
it is great then it doesn't matter i don't i don't have to think <laughs> about the politics i don't have to yeah, think dude. about who voted for who i don't have to have that conversation right ambient streaming is cnn and fox news like you if there's that type of ambient streaming that people leave no. on but there's this other type that is yeah. it's a safe neutral spot to be in yep 100 yep yeah yeah I, absolutely absolutely all of those cooking shows like that is yes. why yes, that's all they are yep that is why so many of those cooking shows make so much money it's because they just it's such a wide appeal and you don't have to get into anyone's backstory it's like hey did you make the thing out of play-doh oh you did it looks great and that has yeah. its place it has its place and i think I, the, the the companion piece i'm going to put with this is that the daily beast did interviews with some folks that left HBO that were mm-hmm. laid off and cut. And basically it's the same story of just like, yeah, they're not pushing forward programming that is like representation focused or diversity mm-hmm. focused. They we are, they, they are cutting to the four quadrants that please everybody. And I just, I, it's, it's I don't know. It's upsetting. It's like, great. because HBO to me, like HBO is where I find shows like black lady sketch show. That's I, incredible. I don't Hilarious. I don't find stuff like that anywhere. I save for Netflix. Netflix has Astronomy Club, which is mm-hmm. all black talent, but it got one season. Haven't heard a thing about it. Black Lady Sketch Show is the only thing that is like kind of even somewhat consistent. Okay. And now I'm like, that's probably not going to be around. Or maybe if it is, it's like a legacy thing. But And that is probably one of the funniest skit shows on, on right yeah. now. So it's just... I don't know. It's it's upsetting that they just they raced to the bottom so fast. And well, I think everything you said makes sense, Doug. I think the other portion of this is important to consider is that like that's why, you know, it might seem like we put too much value or we tend to some people I get this question all the time, like why why are why are like these comic book movies and these Star Wars shows like right. why are they so like important to you? So I'm gonna separate this into two commands. One, they are put out by Disney, and mm-hmm. Disney yes. is going to try to put something out that pleases everyone. That has mm-hmm. been a large critique of this past season of The Mandalorian. That's right. the example, that's the evidence I have for that fan statement. service. People are oh, mad not episode. even about fan service, they are upset that it is popular service that mm. they are pleasing I, the masses yeah. they're not interested in, yeah they are not interested in you know having showing you some like deep asteroid that once <laughs> held a crystal that they used to power starfighters <laughs> like they're not that's that's really important to me and that's the hill i'm gonna die on it's you gave me jack black and lizzo like that that's their argument but Disney yeah. does do that. Like they do, it's not as mm-hmm. much of a race to the bottom. I think one of the things that I think is important is that it's a, they, for some reason, Disney has said, and they have strayed to their, their source material specifically with comic books where it's like, no, there's a, there's a black captain America. Yes. And it's him. And again, say what we want about that show and that specifically that final episode, but him being out there and talking about the weight of wearing a mantle that was about yeah. a nation that didn't appreciate him. Absolutely. That's a bold fucking statement for a comic book show. So mm-hmm. I think there is, I think that this is where the differentiator Brian is. Cause it really does feel yeah. like HBO max is racing to the bottom. And others that are saying, like, no, we can take risks and use our platform to take that chance because it's in honor of the source material. Here's here's my thought on that, my personal thought on that. Please. Event diversity is in dollars. 
there's there's dollars in diversity. Oh, yeah. Right? The world is becoming what I remember when I was in eighth grade and my I was in a math class and they showed me they were teaching us about graphs and scales. And they mm-hmm. said there will be a time when the minority will become the majority. And oh, they said yeah. it'll be somewhere around the year 2023, 2025. And at the time, I was like, that's so fucking far away. We'll have flying spaceships or some shit like that. <laughs> and now that we're here, we're seeing the flip where the world is becoming increasingly yeah. diverse and ambiguous, depending, you don't know who mixed with what, right? Yep. There's, there are dollars in diversity. There's appreciation. The black dollar, just personally speaking, is powerful. 100%. It, uh, when yes. black people decide they want to support something, i.e. Black Panther, i.e. whatever else it is, they will all get behind mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah. that's point one. The other thing is, if you set yourself up for this, HBO Max and David Zasloff, these people that like ambient programming, eventually they got to pass. Eventually they die. You're not wrong. Eventually, and because it is the, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we saw COVID reminded us life is fragile. Yeah. And I'm not wishing yeah. that on nobody, but I'm just saying no. we, we were reminded that like at any given point, there is going to be a point where yep. that generation that doesn't want to see that shit will become a generation that wants to see that shit. Oh, yeah. And if you're not setting yourself up for what's coming and only setting yourself up for what's here, you are going to miss. There's a reason Disney is so good and people want to stream and watch Disney because Mm -hmm. they take if if it didn't work, Disney would be failing. Right. Oh, yeah. Their whole they they, they would have abandoned Disney Plus a year ago. They would have been they would have stopped casting those characters if Disney if it didn't work, if there yes. wasn't a formula yes. that did yes. not work. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, you it, say something is too woke. I can understand if it's too much for you to take on. I'm, I'm a guy that'll meet you half. Sometimes I don't even want to. I'd be overwhelmed with the amount of shit I got to constantly learn about new people <laughs> and new things and everything. Right. And yeah. that's just being human. I'm overstimulated. I get that. But to go from 100 to zero, you're going to fuck yourself over. I think that's a fair point. It's so short term. Like it's so nakedly short term, like get the most bang for your buck type strategy that it's like, cool. That'll be great for like, what? Five years. Right. That that is, that is the primo definition of seeing the forest, but only for the trees. Like that is, there's a forest there, but it's only because of the shit that's right at the front when there could be a whole (laughs) mess of shit on the other side of it. But we, We knew he was money hungry. We knew we, oh, not money, we they knew, needed to be profitable. We knew that was why he was bought on was to make Max yeah. profitable. That's why yeah. all the cuts happen. That's why all that. What I'm interested in seeing is how does Warner Brothers and DC with James Gunn at the helm, and we know how James Gunn get down when it comes to representation. Yeah, it's true. When yeah, he start bringing in some dollars and people are like, we like this representation, it's, then it's, what? It's diversifying their portfolio. It's that they can say, oh, are you turned off by seeing a female Superman? Well, uh, we also have a bunch of uh, like really nice white people trying to buy a house for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Instead, they can pivot and they can pivot quickly Mm -hmm. because it's a, hey, are you turned off by Star Wars? Yeah. Well, we also have. Remember Mm -hmm. those old school, like problematic cartoons you watched? Right. We have those like <laughs> it's it's a pivot. It's it's they can create something that is where everybody can find something that they want. It is 
y'all remember like the old buffet country kitchen that is oh, what yes. this is mm-hmm. it's country kitchen it is mm-hmm. do you yeah, like pizza but also spaghetti but also fried chicken but also ice cream you can come to here and it's all in one fucking you know, place it kind of feels That's like the like i feel like they won't touch the dc stuff like i no, feel like they they're gonna know. give james gunn the run of the, they're gonna like, let that work they're going to let James Gunn do his thing. And it really feels like James Gunn is going to be like the hot wings, like the different varieties of hot wings oh, of yeah. like, oh, yeah. you want spicy. Mm-hmm. We have these this week wings. at Golden Corral, we have prime yeah. rib this week yeah. on HBO. This week on Max, we have Superman. But Yo, here's the thing. Is- if I'm thinking about Justice League immediately in these first chapters, if yes. we gave it, if I gave it a timeline for Max and this Davis Asloff, just by the situation we're explaining, if I gave him five years, Justice League is still very white. Oh, a hundred percent. The only, the only yeah. diversity that you really got to think about and care about is maybe John Stewart. Maybe if you I, decide to oh, go that route. I'm so there's so nothing upset. that yeah. you got to think about in this rebuilding year that you really got to cover anything super heavy. Well, and even if there isn't any, it's yeah, uh, your main through line folks are all very white, and for the ones that aren't, they're either aliens or monsters. Yeah, except Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle being Blue Beetle the being newest the thing that Blue. is that is. I think Blue Beetle will be a telling point that if all if everybody yeah. who is Latinx, um, Hispanic comes out and yeah. watches Blue Beetle and supports it, David Zasloff sees green in his eyes and says, yep. "Oh yeah, such a great point, Marcus." And I think I it's the profitability thing, man. And I can't think of a better example of like showing a mirror or like comparing the two right out where it's like Marvel is going to be on its like 30th film. <laughs> and like all of these characters, like, I don't think you can, like you assemble the Avengers and like, most of them are going to be people of color. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have justice league. That's yeah. in the middle of a reboot. And most of those folks are white. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's, I don't know. That might be a really easy way to sum it up. If you needed another way to sum it up, I feel like that- Doug really, Doug, you explained all that ambient stuff, yeah. I think, so that. well that I yeah. like it's so genius and diabolical. <laughs> I I wish mm-hmm. there was a way in which I could do like I want to talk to someone who's an economist, but they only talk about movies because I have so many questions yeah. like about <laughs> why do they choose to get this one made? What what weird shit does it get explained? You know what I mean? Because there's some weird shit in there about people that that's true. Well, most people like it I when mean, their movies have a woman in it that does mm-hmm. this and they perform oh, 50% mm-hmm. better. There is there is some data in there that I would yes. love to dive into. Oh, I absolutely believe that all streamers have those metrics. Maybe oh, not to those details, yeah. but I absolutely mm-hmm. believe like, you know, oh, wait, this this person's logging in. Make sure you show only thumbnails of women. That would yes. that's the only way yes. they'll click yes. on the movie or whatever. Listen, like, if, I colleges, believe that. if colleges and universities will, tack, it will track retention, they just don't track retention just to track retention. Yeah. Like for shits and giggles. And then when it's time to start going to these places that you want to start pulling recruitment in from and those 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 demographics change, all of a sudden your your pamphlets, your pamphlets (laughs) gotta start changing (laughs) if they're looking different start going to diverse environments, right? And so of course Netflix algorithm shows me more black characters, which could only which I watched something and they got me. I watched something like, oh, I didn't know there was a black person in this movie. And it's somebody I knew. I watched it. Yep. They was in it for like maybe 10 minutes. That's what I was just about to say. I was like, how long are they in it? 
They were only in it for 10 uh-huh. minutes. They were the main thumbnail. And, yep. and Netflix knew because the first thing that pops up is hear these black stories. Because what yep. do I watch? You watch Bad Boys. You watch this. You watch that. Oh, right. they know what I like. They know so much about you. They know just about what I pick and watch. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a ton of MILF stuff in your Netflix feed. Well, that's in my... That's, that's, a, that's my that, category. That's a different, that's a different category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a different, um, that's a different streaming service. What a better way to wrap <laughs> it up for this Incredible episode. exit ramp. Yes, this is a great exit ramp. Uh, we got on this episode with being a little pervy and gross. Yeah. We're going to get off the same way. <laughs> Toned uh, it down and got right off of it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, gentlemen, anything that you all would like to plug this week? Hey folks, go check out thelovenerds.com. Check our episode description for the hyperlink. That's thelovenerds.com. It's all of your lifestyle and blog needs, recipes, different craft ideas. Maybe you want to update something in your home for the spring. It's a great place. Thelovenerds.com. Absolutely. That's a fact, Jack. Absolutely. Marcus? Oh, you always want to make sure you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. Um, go f- go out there, support something. Soul Tie has music out. Uh, Soul Tie Drop Time. That is a great summer banger. Um, new music out from Marcus J. Destin coming soon. Um, you can also go to the store, follow the mantra. You can go to the link in my bio at Marcus J. Destin or follow the mantra on Instagram, underscore, underscore the mantra. Hit the link in the bio. Buy yourself something nice. Buy your friend something nice. New designs are on the way we also have that link i think in this episode it is also an episode thanks to douglas this link is also in the episode description so absolutely um i just redesigned i'm rebranding myself we got a couple of events coming up big time big time hit the link in my body here's the other thing follow the mantra for show but follow marcus j destin i'm also an individual with my own interests including this podcast my make music content creator consulting speaking engagements hosting whatever there you go he Look does it that. all does it all ladies and I'm gentlemen uh, my stomach is growling i'm so hungry. <laughs> uh, hungry the only thing i have to plug is this podcast hey share us with a friend or a family member if you like Love what it. you heard uh just send them the link just let them know hey i listened to this it was really good that is the best way for podcasts to gain traction is to be shared with a friend or a family member marcus just left because he got really really hungry so I guess, I, yeah i guess he needed to eat he's like fuck it i'm out i gotta eat uh, and then also, don't be afraid to. Did I kick myself out? What the hell? I, I, I thought you were just going to go eat. You just left. You're hungry. <laughs> the last thing you said was, I'm hungry. And then you left. I scared uh, the shit out of myself because I thought I hit in broadcast. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing I have to plug is head over to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Sign up for one of our tiers there. It's a great way to support us. We got a bonus episode, another bonus episode coming out just for our Patty family members here shortly. Uh, And we've got a Patty family picks movie to watch too. And that was all made by our Patreon family. Uh, But gentlemen, do we have a bonus episodes coming out? Yes. From the, from the, that put to the public. Oh, yes. I do have to release those. So, our most recent bonus episode, Hot Cheetos and Wrestling, uh, yeah. is scheduled to be dropped uh, in the next week or so. I got to yeah, find yeah, the right yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to drop that for the public to hear. So, watch for that coming. And then the one we did where we ranked the most recent. Uh, we did a bracket challenge. Yeah, we did a bracket challenge. Of all the fun. movies we've watched the that past fun, 12 man. months. Yeah, that. Was that fun. 
That got real intense. Like, I got yeah, real intense got, real quick. That was good though. It was that like will, we dived like we were looking at our souls. Like, mm, yeah. what does it say? That about was such us a good we, episode. Of this man. movie ahead. Fuck. Yeah, but we will release that to the public in the next probably month of, or so. Yeah. Um, but you get to hear these bonus episodes first by signing up for the Patreon. Uh, gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. I sure do, Brian. Give us that first step. Hey, folks, uh, read a book. Get lost in a book. It, it can be any book or book series. I'm reading the Court of Thorns and Roses series. There's stuff that happens. Uh, you heard it at the top of this podcast. It's weird, but there's magic, and, and I get to read about it for three more books. That's great. I have my books planned out, so I guess this is a plug for reading a series of books. There you go. Read a book. Read a book. Love it, Brian. Uh, Marcus, what's our second step? You want to make sure that you drink some water. Summer is here. It is getting hot. Finally, the snow is gone. Thank heavens. Uh, hopefully. Good Just Lord. Knock on yeah, wood. Knock on I mean, we got Please snow today. But yeah, I get oh, it. did you? Yeah, it's melted. It's melted here in Chicago. Oh, Jesus but Christ. We got some. Well, never mind. I probably spoke too soon. Anyway, <laughs> uh, drink some water. You know, you, your pores are going to start leaking out whatever you've been holding and hibernating in. I forgot to mention, I watched Cocaine Bear, and that was also a pretty good movie, too. So if you waited this long Excellent. back into the podcast, drink some water and watch Cocaine Bear. Well, there you go. Look, y'all, in addition, uh, spring has officially sprung, and there are going to be some moments where there's some wind and some dirt and some dust flying all around the world as the pollen comes out <laughs> pollen's coming out you can hear it in my voice look don't stash any of that pollen for later in your ass just wash it out daily get it all cleaned out Excuse because me? there's no reason to let that just sit in there so wash your ass get it cleaned out let the seasons go don't bring winter with you into spring into the crack of your ass just wash it out move on enjoy the season you're in uh, wash your ass. Uh, at some point, it went from washing your ass to what sounds like douching. Oh, I mean, it's on a scale, right? Like, there's just a casual. Oh, okay, wipe. yeah, for sure. We can. This is a casual can, wipe. Yeah. The cas- yeah, yeah, yeah. casual yeah. moist towelette uh-huh. to full on douche is wow. the scale, right? Wow. Yeah, somewhere you, you want to be somewhere out. in between, but yeah. Yeah. whatever. To each his own. If you really you know, want to clean your ass, put that Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap right in the crack of it, and that'll that'll tighten you right up. Yep. Scorched that earth. Thing, that thing feels like, yeah, scorched earth. Scorch, scorch the earth. Uh, we will be back next week with another fantastic episode of Films in Black and White. Join us next week, won't you? Uh, but in the meantime and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. That's a for show right on.